right, welcome back to the Smart Health Podcast. I am your host, Kevin Keyes. One of our main missions for this podcast is to provide education around various health and wellness topics. A few episodes ago, we heard from Dr. Chetan Rao on brain health and the advancements that are being made there. Uh, however, today, we are going to explore the advancements in heart health and specifically around cardiovascular robotic surgery. So with me today is a very special guest um, to help us learn a little bit more. He is the Baylor St. Luke's Medical Center Chief of the Division of Cardiothoracic Transplantation and Circulatory Support and the Lester and Sue Smith Endowed Chair at Baylor Medicine. And for anyone who wants to try to say that 10 times fast, you will definitely struggle with that. So, you know, please join me in welcoming Dr. Kenneth Liao. Dr. Liao, welcome to the podcast and thank you for joining us today. Thank you, Kevin. It's a great pleasure for me to be here and talking to your audience and um, share our recent advances and the most up, uh, the newest advances in cardiac surgery, particularly in robotic surgery. I'm very excited for this opportunity. And also, this is a perfect time for me to get to know your audience and then have a direct dialogue to them. Welcome to our conversation. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, we're really excited to have you here. We're excited to bring this topic up. I know it's um, it's a pretty big one, and, and we're going to talk a little bit about how we've even had some um, information in the news, the Houston Chronicle. Uh, so we're excited to, to do this episode. But before we get into everything, um, tell us a little bit about yourself, including your family, and, and really what led you to become a surgeon. So I uh, grew up in a f- uh, doctor's family. My parents both are physicians, and uh, my mother was a cardiologist, and uh, my father was an orthopedic surgeon. And my mom always wanted me to become a smart surgeon, <laughs> and uh, he's, she's told me the smart surgeon would be a heart surgeon. <laughs> so that imprint, uh, implanted my disease in my heart in the early years, and uh, after I graduated from medical school, I uh, chose the pathway to become a cardiac surgeon and did uh, general surgery training and then advanced to the cardiothoracic surgery specialty training and then here I am now and uh, I'm a cardiac surgeon. I'm very proud of my uh, growth of my training and then I want to thank my mother, I thank my parents for guiding me to become um, and a cardiac surgeon and uh, become myself for today. Yeah, no, it sounds like it's a, a quite a pedigree. I wasn't aware of all that before this uh, this episode, but that's awesome. That's really great. Well, we know your title from the introduction, but tell us uh, about your role at Baylor St. Luke's Medical Center and what a typical day might look like for you. I would imagine it's it's very busy. Yes, uh, I have uh, many titles, and uh, but my fundamental role or title is a cardiac surgeon. And uh, I'm one of the busiest cardiac surgeon in Texas, and uh, and also probably in the in the nation. Of course, the Houston and Texas Heart Institute give us opportunity, a great platform, a huge platform for us to uh, to deliver the care that uh, many other places could not. The Baylor St. Luke's Medical Center is a training hub for the next generations of cardiothoracic surgeons. So I would typically have one or two surgical fellows, uh, specialty cardiothoracic surgeons, fellows who wants to be trained to become cardiac surgeon to work with me. And uh, I would perform an average two cardiac surgeries, sometimes more. Two a day? Two a day. Wow. And uh, that's on the average. Sometimes you get at emergencies or heart transplant, I would uh, do more. 
Um, of course, the my other role is uh, also I'm uh, the chief of division of cardiothoracic transplantation and the circulatory support. In that role, we are <coughs> trying to build one of the largest, the best uh, heart transplant programs in the country, which we do have a great history of this division. Yeah, yeah. I know that's that's what my next uh, <coughs> topic was going to be is that, you know, I wanted to touch a little bit on the cardiovascular care of Baylor St. Luke's Medical Center. It, it has, a, has a very rich history. Can you tell us just a little bit more about that legacy and the services that are, are provided today, um, you know, compared to maybe where they were before? So the, of course, the history has um, laid a great foundation for our current generation of cardiac surgeons here working in this institution. Dr. Daniel Cooley implanted the first total artificial heart in human. And uh, Dr. Bart Fraser has done probably more heart transplantations than any heart surgeons in the world. And also probably implanted more artificial heart and the circulatory assist devices for in the patients to treat patients and any surgeons in the world. So we have such a legacy, such a, a history here in this unique place in this unique hospital so i'm very proud to continue to carry that legacy to strengthen the program to lead the program to the future new direction that uh, that is probably will putting more emphasis on the technology part uh, that would empower the medicine empower the surgery that uh, that uh, would lead us to be the leader in the next uh, decade yeah. or in the future. Yeah, yeah, that's, I mean, you're, you're hitting all the wonderful topics <laughs> here. You know, that, that's what I was going to say is another couple of feathers, you know, in our cap, if you will, is <coughs> that St. Luke's is really fortunate to be affiliated with the Texas Heart Institute, um, which is an internationally recognized leader in cardiovascular care. Additionally, you know, Baylor College of Medicine is one of the top medical schools in the country. So, you know, I was hoping you could maybe explain why these affiliations are important. And I know you kind of talked talked on some of the wonderful things there, but, you know, I think it's it's good to know um, for our patient standpoint why those affiliations are important. To assess uh, a state-of-art hospital, the medical center, whether that medical center is the truly leading center or not, we need three components of uh, the functionality of that hospital. Number one is clinical care, excellent clinical care, which uh, St. Luke's has, Baylor St. Luke's has an excellent tradition of that. That has been built on the foundations and of Texas Heart uh, Institute and well as Baylor College of Medicine. And uh, the second is the uh, research. Right. And there are many, many fundamental uh, science and the breakthrough research has been performed both at Baylor College of Medicine and at the Texas Heart Institute, and particularly in cardiovascular areas, such as the total artificial heart, variety of right. circulatory assist device, vascular graphs, and the many catheter-based technologies. The third is uh, the education, and especially specialty education, with the expertise and then the faculty of both Baylor College of Medicine and Texas Heart Institute. And we have built excellent uh, fellowship programs, residency programs that attracted the brightest and the smartest 
uh, talents from the young people from the, all over the world to come here to train and to become the experts in the field. So, com- so with these three areas of um, strengths, clinical excellence, ground breakthrough uh, research, and uh, the, the state-of-the-art education, uh, forward-thinking medical education that really make us one of the very unique place to have the care and to do the research and to have the training to become the next generation of top uh, doctors in their respective fields. Yeah, absolutely. It's like a one, two, three punch. And I think it, mm-hmm. um, it like you said, is it's a unique and special place in the country for, um, for all of the physicians and specialties that we have here. So mm-hmm. that's great. Well, I do want to shift gears a little bit and talk about our main topic, which is robotic surgeries. You know, we've heard a lot about uh, robotic-assisted heart surgery, including a recent uh, Houston Car- uh, Chronicle article that quoted you on that topic. So, you know, what are the benefits, uh, who might be eligible, and how common mm. is it nowadays over maybe a traditional surgery? Yeah, it's a great uh, topic. And each time when you when someone asks about a robot, a robotic heart surgery, I'm excited. Yeah. And then someone pushed the button. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so... Uh, I think that I I very uh, I was very involved in the technology of robotic heart surgery and uh, the development from the very beginning. I've uh, paid attention to it, and uh, so when I was doing my residence training as a cardiac surgeon in 1999, the first intuitive surgical robot was approved by FDA, and then currently we're using the fourth generation. The technology is much more mature than the first generation, and that uh, basically empowers us and uh, to do many many procedures that uh, has that cannot be, be done in the past. So right now at Baylor Sanuks Medical Center, we routinely routinely we're talking about daily yeah. perform robotic uh, mitral valve repair wow. replacement surgery. We perform coronary robotic coronary artery bypass grafting surgery. We perform robotic um, resection of the cardiac tumors, and we perform robotic um, uh, cardiac defect repairs, and uh, perform robotic pacing wires placement, uh, wow. and, and many other uh, unique cases that can be done robotic. Basically, majority of the routine cardiac surgery procedure that require open heart surgery mm-hmm. can be done and uh, using uh, robotic assisted approach. So yeah. I think that's the technology, that's the future direction. There's no doubt to me. And yeah. I would say for sure in 10, 10, 10 years, and um, I would say 80% of the, ro- the cardiac surgery will be performed by a robot as with some robotic assistance. Yeah. Well, I've been uh, known to play a video game here and there. So, would I be a candidate for a, a, a robotic surgeon? Certainly, <laughs> yeah. So, no, actually, interesting enough, we are training the the cardiac surgeons here. Uh-huh. I have find out the 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 skills that the, for the younger surgeon jump yeah. on this on this robotic uh, platform. Yeah, it's much quicker than the older folks. Sure, and uh, their learning curve is shorter, and probably they are more. Familiar with this eye-hand coordination yeah. by looking at screen, sure. not necessarily has to look at the the object, yeah. the hands. So, so this is amazing. I think that I think the younger generation is already prepared 
ready to take on sure. this. Yeah, PlayStation came in handy, right? <laughs> <laughs> As you can see, over the years, how many the technology has changed our lives, right? right. You see, the uh, the everything is yeah. um, 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 parallel and. Uh, totally uh, different yeah definitely well here there's also a small congratulations in order is it true that you're approaching your 500th robotic heart surgery at baylor st luke's so yes uh, the uh, the i'm very excited that uh, i am very close to 500 robotic surgeries most of them the mitral valve surgeries and then some of them uh, coronary artery bypass surgeries and the many other different type of procedures that are very unique and has been done. We have been um, have been presenting our data in the national meeting, publishing our data in the peer-reviewed journals about our about our result. And has the result so far has been outstanding. And then the re- yeah. and that to learn from us. Yeah, it's good success. It's awesome. It's yeah. it's phenomenal. And like I said, congratulations to you and your teams, who um, you know who, who have really made that possible. So, can you tell me uh, what does that achievement say about the program and how Baylor St. Luke's is leading this area? So, I'm I, I'm very proud of uh, the place I'm working at uh, now, and uh, I think the prior I think that the success of the robotic special robotic surgery program is built on this the giant's shoulder, like uh, many um, the generations of cardiac, excellent cardiac surgeons has worked here, and the many uh, nurses and uh, the OR staff and uh, scraps, all and has profound experience in cardiac surgery. So it comes handy when I first joined here and recruited here in 2019. I said, hey, I'm going to start a robotic heart surgery program at Baylor's Luke's Medical Center, and I think I can do it, and then they grow it, become one of the largest programs. Yeah. So I think they, in that, I, I have to say in many other places that would not be possible. I think here that we're able to do this kind of program and build such a successful program at St. Luke's speaks to the volume of the the foundation that has laid over the years uh, in the cardiac surgery excellence and uh, so that we're able to do it. When I first come here, I was able to quickly assemble a team of uh, uh, capable nurses and the, and the partners in surgery, in uh, in, in uh, cardiologists, image cardiologists, and the interventional cardiologists. It's a team approach, a multidisciplinary approach. And uh, we also have the surgical assistant and then, and uh, particularly, I want to say my partners and um, the assistant and surgical assistant uh, Joseph Gomez and uh, my uh, personal scrub tech, particularly mostly have done excellent work in the uh, in the OR and uh, Sandy, and they, they are my left hands or right hands in the operating room. So quite literally, we, uh, quick <laughs> learning. Yeah, they really you need a team. Ex- yeah. yeah. So. Yeah, and, and speaking about your team, I've heard that they've developed a way, or you and your team have come together, develop a way for patients to view a video of key <coughs> part of their robotic heart surgery. And I would love to hear a little more about how that works, and and I guess how uh, the the benefits might um, might you might have from something like that. Yes, that's a very unique experience. Probably can only have at the St. Luke's Hospital. Baby. Yeah. <laughs> so just imagine when you go for your heart surgery, you know you have a defect, you know you have a tumor in the heart and uh, you are going to undergoing this major surgery, open heart surgery, do you want to know 
that what's going on inside your heart. You yeah. want to see that tumor, how does that tumor looks like, and how big is that defect, and how bad how bad is the valve. Do you always? I mean, this is the major thing. You want to know how what's happening to your heart, right? That's crazy. It's like if someone can show you that you can see inside your heart, right, and see how bad was that the structure, and then afterwards you can see how it was done, how it looks at the end, right. the product, and you feel comfortable, you feel like, wow, you're, you're part of this uh, the team, you are my team, you actually, the patient will feel they went through the surgery themselves, they witnessed his own surgery in front of his eyes, right. and he would have a memory. Some patient told us that, that he's going to frame the <laughs> photo that he saw from the video and put on his wall, because he told his friend, hey, this is the heart tumor in my, uh, the, the yeah. tumor in my heart valve. This is the defect of my heart. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I think you're speaking to um, our patient experience, right? And I yeah. know uh, that's a big thing for us here in the Texas division. And really all of Common Spirit is making sure that patient experience is, is top notch. And I'm sure Carla Heath would love that as well. So, yeah. um, well, you know, my main office is up in the Woodlands campus. And uh, we recently actually had the pleasure of bringing on Dr. Patel to our cardiovascular team. So, you know, I'm understanding that you actually had the opportunity to train him and several other physicians within the St. Luke's Health Network on cardiovascular robotic surgery. So I know you've already talked a little bit about uh, some of the education that Baylor St. Luke's uh, has the opportunity to do. We can talk about how in-depth some of that training might be and why it's important uh, that we look to provide this service across more locations like the Woodlands. Yeah. Talking about that education, I'm uh, as one of the the, the uh, teaching faculties at the Baylor Snooks Medical Center, uh, Baylor College of Medicine. I'm very proud of my role and the privilege to be able to train the next generation of cardiac surgeons. As you just mentioned, Dr. Patel, Vivek Patel, is one of our uh, fellows, the training trainees, graduated from this program. We kept him in our department of surgery. I was always I want to keep the best mm-hmm. and uh, talent in our own division, in our own uh, department. And he's one of those, uh, the, the best talent we could and that the product we trained. He's smart, he's focused, he's dedicated to patient care and he has great skills of surgery, uh, technical skills and he's learning and is quick and he pay attention to patient's care and he's also very innovative. He always wants to do new things, and um, so, so I felt like I'm very proud that uh, I was uh, involved in his training and uh, in his growth to become an excellent cardiac surgeon. Now he's in the Woodland area, and mm-hmm. uh, he certainly is a great addition to the care in that region, and then to spread the knowledge and the expertise that he gained from our place, from the main uh, mothership place. And looks uh, medical center and go there to help the other to benefit the other people, the patients over there in the community, and also to bring the new technologies knowledges over there to the community. Yeah, yeah, we're fortunate to have him to have you to be able to educate um, and teach um, our surgeons and spread this technology out so um, we can reach more people. I think that's mm-hmm. that's the key takeaway. Um, that's great. Well, like I mentioned in the introduction. Um, 
you know, we, we love making health uh, education available to folks. And while you and your team and all of the cardiovascular service teams uh, do a great job of helping people after they need cardiovascular help, I do want to touch a little bit about what they can try to do to prevent them from needing that help as well. So what can people do to keep their heart healthy? Uh, that's a very important topic. And uh, we, I mean, they, they, I think in order, the, the future of the medicine is prevention. There's no doubt. And uh, we have identified right now the risk factors related to heart disease, especially coronary artery disease, such as uh, um, smoking, diabetics, high blood pressure, hypertension, hyperlipidemia, and uh, obesity, and then the family history. So those are the, the five or six important uh, the risk factors. So if we could intervene and in the early years of uh, patient's uh, uh, life, that we would prevent, avoid many, many unnecessary cardiac surgery procedures or catheter procedures. Standing. I think uh, it's very important to let the public know about um, the risk factors related to heart disease and to take measures to get rid of the history, I mean, the bad habits such as smoking and uh, also try to control the weight. And those are doable, achievable very easily. And of course, when someone develops heart blood pressure, you can adjust your diet and uh, use take medications to monitor your blood pressure and lose weight that helps. So of course, for diabetics, again, and control the diet and then lose weight would help control blood sugar better. So many things that could be done, and also early detection. If you have a fam- familial history, family history of uh, the coronary artery disease and or valvular disease, you can go to seek uh, uh, screening tests such as uh, the stress test or echocardiogram to see whether you have the coronary artery disease um, uh, or the valvular disease. So with all the things, uh, the, the intervention, early intervention to control the risk factors, avoid risk factors, that would significantly reduce the incidence of cardiac disease. Well, I know uh, we're going to wrap up here pretty soon, and uh, I know earlier before when I was kind of setting this up, I I mentioned how your day was going and what your weekend was going to look like, and you said you were going to be going to the rodeo, and uh, I know the rodeo has some wonderful heart-healthy options there, (laughs) so what can I expect you to get over there for uh, some deep-fried food? So I I have to say, even though I was not a Texan, but now uh, I was not born a Texan, but sure. now I'm a Texan. I consider I really enjoy the culture, love the culture here, Texan, right. Texas. Texas is one. The, 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 the people here are very down to the earth and they're very friendly and the multicultural. And, and even though now I think of myself, even though I'm not a cowboy, but I think of myself, <laughs> I'm a cowboy. You know, when sure. I go there, I'm cheering <laughs> for those cowboys and, yeah. and they have done a great job. So for the food, you know, for this special, I'm, even though I'm very conscious about health, eating heart health, uh, heart health uh, diet, and uh, the, the, the overall diet to maintain my uh, health and to keep me um, uh, meet the challenges, physical, mental challenges of my daily work. Sure. But every now and then when I go to the event like that, uh-huh. I would let loose of myself. <laughs> I would enjoy a beer. I would enjoy sure. the barbecue, Texas <laughs> barbecue that is well known and that, that is tasty. I cannot resist. I have to do it. Yeah. Yes, I would go <laughs> and then the grouch, some the, the best 
Barbecue. Yeah. yeah. No, it's always about moderation, right? You know, yes. go and have a fun night. That's fine. But Absolutely. be in moderation, um, being on top of your health, seeing your physician regularly, and like some of the preventative items that we talked about, I'm sure mm-hmm. that's the most important part is, is moderation yeah. and staying on top of it. So, well, uh, thank you so much, Dr. Liao, for stopping by and taking time uh, out of your schedule to do this with us today. I'm, I'm confident that the information that we have will help people make sound decisions on their health and uh, what to expect from robotic surgery if they have to do that. So thank you. We're blessed to have you here. And uh, of course, thank you to the listeners for tuning in. So make sure that you hit subscribe and uh, that way you'll never miss another episode. And we'll see you next time. Talk to you later. Bye. Thank you. Thank you.